Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Turning to entertainment news. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Everything you need to know from the world of entertainment and pop culture. Heard at the top of every hour on My Talk 1071. And, and what have you learned? Learned, 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 learned. All right. Well, Chuck Yeager, the first pilot to break the sound barrier, died Monday, according to a tweet posted on his account, and he was 97. Wow. Yeah, 97 years old, right? Jeez. Yeah, Jaeger was, uh, the news shared in the message with his account, and it says here, um, excuse me for reading ahead here a little bit, but he was America's greatest pilot, and legacy of the strength and adventure and patriotism will be f- remembered forever. Jaeger, who was portrayed in the film The Right Stuff, did you guys ever see that movie? I feel I like did. I did. Okay. I can't remember who played him, though. So he became the first pilot again, and he broke that sound barrier on October 14th, 1947, which is crazy, that long ago. Wow. Yeah. Jeez. That movie wow. um had Dennis Quaid, Ed Harris. It was um it won four Oscars in 1984. Shepard, Sam Shepard, I believe, played him. Shepard. 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 Sam Shepard. That was such a shisher. <laughs> all right. So you guys remember the final tweet from Chadwick Boseman's Twitter account became the most liked tweet of all time, right? Yes, mm. yes. Well, now it's been the most retweeted tweet of all time and the august post which was announced that the black panther star had passed away on december 7th 2 million 2.1 million retweets and 900 900 quote tweets i don't know what that is 3.1 million total tweets around it and then 165,000 comments and 7.5 million likes does anyone remember what he said it was just about the announcing of his passing, I oh, believe. Oh, it was just the announcement? Yeah, it was announced oh. that oh. on his account. On his account that he had passed away. Oh. Yeah. So. So sad. And here, now this, you guys were talking about um, earlier, the Olympic Villages and all their craziness, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Have you guys heard of the Villages in Florida? No. The retirement community. Oh, yes, yes, so my, where all the STDs are being passed out. Yes. And my parents oh. reside down there, so hopefully <laughs> mom and dad, you're not having too much fun, but uh, down in the <laughs> villages in Florida, it's a massive retirement community. Tons of golf courses. It's huge. It's just massive. Well, a couple in the village's retirement community won a f- golf cart from a vodka company Friday night, and then a few hours later, the woman was arrested for DUI after she flipped that golf cart. Whoa. No. Yeah, most of these people in this community use golf carts to get around from house to house or restaurant right. to oh, restaurant. Yeah. So it's kind of like, you know, what kind of new car do you have? Like I said, on Friday night, they were given this uh, from Fuzzy Vodka, this golf cart, to drive up to their driveway. And uh, Rick Stanick was a 59-year-old, and his wife 
Danette got all excited about it, had a few drinks, and then later that night, just a few hours later, she flipped the golf cart. She was arrested, and the other person on the golf cart was taken to the hospital. Wow. With injuries. That's crazy. They are oh. partying. Yeah, 59. Are people going to retirement communities at 59? Yes. Why not? Certainly could. Clearly, they're having fun down there. <laughs> no kidding. Wow. Don't, don't drink and drive. Don't yeah, please drink, don't. Don't, don't drink, drink drive. drive any anything. Anything, yeah. yes. Nothing. That Remark? being said, Donna Googling now about these retirement facilities. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> uh, for more entertainment news, download the MyTalk app or go to MyTalk1071.com. That is brand new information. MyTalk Dirt Alerts at the top of every hour. And at 820, 1220, and 520 on MyTalk1071. Hey, good morning. Welcome back. You're listening to Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment, you guys. You know, what's, you know. Steve, what's up, bub? I, uh, for the first time in my life, for the first time in my life, I am getting my car detailed. Oh, was that a birthday present? It was a birthday present. Nice. It's expensive. Well, the old nice ball and gift. chain heard me complaining about it. Is that not a good term to use anymore? Okay. <laughs> she got me. She said, I've heard you loud and clear. Here you go. So I go and I drop my car is currently at a warehouse mm. in uh, Donna. Ever heard of it? Eden Prairie. Highway 100. Uh, let's exit Valley View off the old 212. <laughs> That's my neighborhood. Yeah, it's very close to Bloomington, and uh, and it's great. And I went in to the, I you know any any of these businesses. Shout out to all you local businesses. This is a local business. It's doing it very well reviewed. And I uh, walk in this side door. You can only ever feel so welcome when you go into a warehouse, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> what in the heck? <laughs> Been to a few warehouses, have we? It got? sounds like it. I mean, we'll pass on those stories. I go in, I like and I, I see they're detailing a car, and I said, I think I'm in the right place. And they said, you are. And then the guy <laughs> the guy was very funny. I said, I, I'm dropping a car off here. And he said, oh, are you the vomit car? <laughs> 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 and I said, you know, I don't think so. But then I started to get worried, like, do they code cars? Like, they hear what make and model you drive, and then they're like, that's the vomit car. But I think what he meant was there's someone who's coming in because there was vomit in their car, and now they need it detailed. Oh, so man. then he was very funny, and the uh, the the ladies over there, everybody was very had like these great personalities. And I said, well, now that we're talking about, what's the weirdest thing that you guys find? You must find some weird yeah. stuff when you're detailing cars. I mean, immediately they're like drugs. Mm. Drug paraphernalia, poop. And I was like, okay. I'd rather have the vomit car than the poop car. I think so, too. <laughs> there was a dog. Dog got sick, like, from the caboose. Oh, oh, shoot. I and had that happen, actually. I've had the vomit twice in my car mm. oh, from a dog. No. And a person, My actually. big wolfhound oh, got no. sick oh my in my truck oh, while no. we were driving around the lake. Lord. He was sticking his head out the window thinking he was, oh, right by the lake here right. no we're not in the lake no no oh, oh no. Yeah, boy if that thing gets sick and you're what did the back fender start to drag oh god i'm telling you man and then he started panicking and he got oh it was a nightmare <laughs> a nightmare and i'm just crying <laughs> trying to figure out what to do steve, steve you're anyway, right i told so. steve that my dog i just realized my dog is very overweight he's like what did you 
just get glasses? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I'm very excited about this because they say that they'll get your car um, back to a near, like it was when you got it off the showroom floor. And it's wow, funny. It's expensive. Going back to the Donna and Marley show. I was on one day uh, during the Steve O'Clock era, and I was challenged to clean my car because my car just had slowly gotten away from me. That's yeah. how it happens. Mm-hmm. And then I took it before and after, and I cleaned it, and it felt good, and I vacuumed the inside. I've never had it detailed, though. I've wiped down things with, like, armor all stuff, but I've never done a true deep, deep clean. Now, I've had this car for six years. Um, I, the amount of times I've taken this car to the car wash, you ask, in six years, it has got to be. It has got to be less than five. Oh. And uh, I, I'm really excited, though, because I think sometimes all it takes is getting it really cleaned, have a fixer come in, fix it for you, and then you feel motivated to keep it looking clean. Although, you eat fast food and at one time, and then what? No, the whole smell's it's, off. it's just like your house. I clean my house top to bottom every Saturday. Saturday. By Thursday of the next week... It is like there are clothes all over the bathroom. There's dog hair. There's just stuff on the floor. It's a disaster. Let me just tell you, if you get that that Sunday to Thursday run, that is the good life. Because if if I had a nickel for every time we have said to each other, it was just clean in here. It was just clean in here. And then we've got these four little time bombs that just blow up. And it's like there's everybody has so many things. I'm finding scrunchies on the ground now. There's just book now. There's folders everywhere. There's books everywhere. Everybody's got a Chromebook to do their schooling remotely. It's just the whole thing. So last night, um, I I just did like a little quick power clean. You know, there's great power bonus tip. Yes. In the ten minute clean, set yep. a timer on the microwave. We go until we hear it beep, and then you just get everything all tidied up. I have a coworker whose name I won't say on air. Let's call her Schmelly Hansen. <laughs> She says that every night, I said, you know, I look at these Instagram posts of people with a staged room, you know, and they're like, what's your favorite Christmas movie to watch when it's cozy? And I like these posts because they look so beautiful. The the living room looks so well appointed. The Christmas lights are twinkling. A movie's on in the background. There's a perfectly positioned coffee cup. And then like the thick blanket, you know, that is strategically calculated, disheveled, thrown over the arm of the chair and mm-hmm. sort of dragging on the ground. Mm-hmm. I look at that and think, my goodness, how beautiful and how Impractical, like don't hang that blanket down there. The dog's gonna get it. The baby's gonna get it. And I get depressed, and I go, I live in a garbage (laughs) house. Well, that's why I hate Instagram. Well, let me tell you this though. Then Kelly said, "Oh, I do that with my blanket every night before she goes to bed. I do. She cleans the living room quick so that when she comes down in the morning, it's clean, and you start from a starting point of peace. So last night that motivated me, and I cleaned the kitchen, cleaned the living room while my wife." was putting the baby to bed, and then lit a candle, turned on the garland lights that I got, the LED ones, thank you very much. Oh my God, much. I have those all over my house. Well, let me tell you, I Love just them. I got an unlit garland from Target, which perfectly fit the mantle, but it was unlit, and I needed something that I wouldn't have a wire, so now I got this wireless battery, battery. powered on a timer, beautiful, beautiful, just the right thing, but it's I had it all cleaned, and it felt good. So maybe, just like you're talking about, with the car getting detailed, it'll motivate me. And now maybe this idea of do a quick little five or ten minute power clean right after the kids go to bed to feel a little better. To okay. feel like you have more control. Okay. 
Are you done? Yeah, I think so. Now I don't have time to tell you about this Netflix fake documentary coming out. Did you tease that? I'm sorry. If you teased that, we should have talked about it. Oh, D-word. I didn't think you said anything, and I thought this is the perfect spot for me to go on an unplanned rant about my car. I didn't. How about this? Oh, bless it. Let's do it. <laughs> let's do it then uh, after after the break. And then All actually, right, let's yes. do a little Netflix talk after the break okay. because there's this cool fake documentary coming out. And then I am Grant. I don't think I've talked with you about this. Maybe I have. Maybe I haven't. But I watched another episode of this series on Netflix and got a few more juicy tidbits about a Christmas classic. Ooh. Ooh. Vera fun. We'll get into it when we return. It's Don and Steve on my talk. Hey, good morning. We're back. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Hey, before we forget, we should say thank you to all the people who have been participating in our um, 13th Annual Santa Project to benefit yeah. Ronald McDonald House Charities. It's virtual this year, obviously. Um, today's sponsor is Burnsville Heating and Air Conditioning, and they donated 1000 bucks to match our um, our Santa Project funds. So thank you, Burnsville Heating and Air, for helping yes. us deliver a happy holiday to the families at Ronald McDonald House. You can learn more at mytalk1071.com. Your keyword when you're there is Santa. We had some huge donations coming yesterday. I know. Thank Mercy. you, everybody. You do and do and do, and we love you for it. Yeah. Thank you. When this whole thing's over, we're going to give you a raspberry. Right on your bell, bell. <laughs> Netflix is working on a fake documentary about what a horrible year it's been. It's called Death to 2020, and it's being made by the people behind um, that awesome series that everybody loves called Black Mirror. Oh, yeah. It's described as a comedy event that tells the story of the dreadful year that was, and perhaps still is. Mm. Um, they're calling it a landmark. A uh, landmark. Mm. All of a sudden, I moved to Kennedy's. Boston. Yeah, what are we doing? Uh, they're calling it a landmark documentary style special that is weaving together some of the world's most fictitious, renowned voices with real life archival footage that's spanning the last 12 months. We got Hugh Grant in this, Samuel L. Jackson, Lisa Kudrow, Leslie Jones, uh, Kumail Nanjiani. We've got Tracy Ullman, Joe Keery from Stranger Things, Steve with the good hair. Mm. We don't mm-hmm. know when uh, it's got a release date, but maybe we'll look for the teaser for that so we can get a little a little sampling of what they've got in mind. Okay. Okay. I'm done. Now, what are you watching? Hey. Remember I told you I started to watch the episode from the Netflix series, The Movies That Made Us? I started to watch the episode on yeah. Home Alone. Yeah. I'd watch the one on Elf because they have the holiday movies that made us now. Uh, one on Elf and then another episode on The Nightmare Before Christmas. But in the original series that they came out with Die Hard, Dirty Dancing, and Home Alone. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game. And you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Uh, was one of them. So I ended up watching all of it last night. And it was, it's just a fun, really fun behind the scenes stuff, especially if Home Alone is a part of your annual viewing 
But they give you all of these fun little behind-the-scenes things. I told you that the majority of every interior scene that was shot in Home Alone uh, was shot inside of a gymnasium at a high school, which is crazy to me. I just love that kind of movie magic. Mm-hmm. Um, but then they also had all these other little tidbits, including the fact that Warner Brothers scrapped the movie. Warner Brothers said, what kind of budget do you need? John Hughes wrote the movie. Christopher Columbus is who he gave it to to uh, to direct the movie. And they said, we need $10 million. Then the budget kept going up and up and up during pre-production. And they took it back to Warner Brothers and said, we're at fourteen seven, And they said, you have to get it down to $13.5 by tomorrow or we're done. Oh, my gosh. They try to get it down and then they write back a memo staunchly defending their decisions. And they really felt like they had a hit on their hands. And Warner Brothers said... Nope, we're done. They pulled the plug. But there had been behind-the-scenes conversations already that uh, John Hughes and Christopher Columbus had had with Fox, where they said, we're having some trouble with the with the studio right now with Warner Brothers to get Home Alone made. And then the guy from Fox said to John Hughes, well, do you, what's the movie about? Tell me the story again. He tells him the story, and he's like, I think that's a great idea. And he said, what's the budget? Uh, the budget is uh, we, we need $14.5 million. And he said, well, if they pass on it, we'll do it for that amount. So sure enough, they, they're like in production, in pre-production, getting everything set and ready, set up their offices at this school in Chicago to shoot Home Alone. And then this representative from uh, Warner Brothers goes through and shuts it down one room to the next, goes from one office to the other office to the other office. Imagine him walking through a high school hall, and here's the props, and then here's costuming, and you just go into these offices. And then Christopher Columbus was following them, or it was somebody from his team was following that guy, would go into the room right after and say, okay, that's not true. We are a green light. We're a go. This is now a Fox production. Stay where you are. Continue your work. Then the other guy from Warner Brothers is firing the room in front of him. And then the the new guy comes over right behind and says, nope, not true. This is still a thing. And then at the end, the Warner Brothers guy who's been going room to room, firing everybody on Home Alone, saying we're not going to make the movie, turns around and sees someone standing there, and he said, yeah, this is a Fox movie now. You're fired. So the guy who just fired mm. everybody then got fired because he was no longer part of the production. Fox took it over. Uh, Daniel Stern, who famously plays one of the wet bandits, uh, sticky bandits, wet bandits, their, their names in Home Alone 1 and Home Alone 2. It was Daniel Stern and Joe Pesci. They had actually been in a movie years prior to, a couple of decades before that, and had a really good time. But they had they had hired someone else... Uh, because Daniel Stern accepted it, and they said, oops, it's not going to be a six-week shoot, it's going to be an eight-week shoot. And Daniel Stern said, well, great, then are you going to pay me for eight weeks? They said, oh, we're tight budget, we can only do the six. So he said, out of pride, he said, no, 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 can't do this, I'm not going to do it. He turned it down, walked away. So then they try this other guy to play the part of uh, Marv, <laughs> and instead... Nobody else that could play him. Nobody else that could play him. Well, apparently Joe Pesci felt the same way because he was not vibing with the new guy. And then they go back and they get Daniel Stern after they had been shooting with the new guy for a little bit. They bring in Daniel Stern. He's back in the movie. And then they talk about, for anybody who loves Home Alone, you know, one of the uh, the really enjoyable part of the movie is when they finally try to break in and then Macaulay Culkin as Kevin McAllister is forced to defend his home. And it is one pratfall after another. And you can't you watch it laughing and cringing like, oh my gosh, that would hurt so bad. Turn I've always wondered, how did they how do they do this? Stuff? I do too. I do too. It's always like, oh my God, I just bumped my elbow and I can't use it for a week. And <laughs> right. it's like purple and yellow and green and all the colors of the rainbow. 
Well, yeah. they said that the guy who was playing the stunt double for uh, Joe Pesci, he walks up. He, one of the first things is he's walking up the steps to go into the house, but the steps are icy, and then he slips back and falls down. He said, I was just decided I was going to commit and go for it, and he launched himself off of the stairs and falls right onto the cement. They said everybody on the crew is like turning away like, oh, my gosh, oh, my gosh. And then the guy just gets up. He's like, do we need to do it again? And then they do it again. And they said that was what it was. Shooting these stunts in Home Alone was these all-in stunt doubles who went the extra mile to make sure that it looked really over the top, that it read comedic. But they said the director, Chris Columbus, he couldn't even look because he was like, these guys are going to get hurt. They're going to get hurt. It's going to be on my watch. And that's how it looks just so zany and painful the whole time. Again, the, the show is called The Movies That Made Us. Home Alone is in that series. There's also a spinoff, The Holiday Movies That Made Us. But just to, you know, the confusion is Home Alone is in the original The Movies That Made Us. Really fun. Again, it's like 40 minutes. And you get all these little... Little tidbits. These little, little tidbits. Factoids. Yeah, which are really fun. And then, like, there's one on Dirty Dancing. There's one on Die Hard. Uh, all this stuff. So... Looking forward to um, going through a few more of those. Good. Thanks, Steve. No, uh, no thank you no. to Chris for the uh, for the email too. Um, she said that there is a John Lennon tribute at First Avenue tonight. It's a virtual event. I will try to post that link for you at mytalk1071.com. That might be something to check out. Okay. All right. Because today is the um, 40th anniversary of um, the murder of John Lennon. People are remembering. All right. Confessions. Um, oh, yeah, let's do it. What's a uh, store that ages you? Where did you used to shop that no longer exists? <laughs> we'll feel old together. Next. Okay. Come on now. I'll do it with you, Dingling. Where's Steve? Hey. I don't know. He probably hit the can. <laughs> or he's taking a bath. Who <laughs> what he's doing? Yeah. Uh, we'll just move on without him. I have a bit of a confession. The confessional? Is open. Can you keep a secret? I've been a bad, bad girl. Girl, girl. It's Confessions with Donna and Steve. On my talk, 107.1. All right, so today, um, this was inspired by a TikTok challenge. And that challenge is um, name a store. It's basically naming a store that ages you, quote unquote. A store that maybe you shopped at that no longer exists. Give us a call at 651-641-1071. We'll have a little fun today. Um, I've got a million. All right, maybe not a million. I've got like maybe seven or eight that come to mind for me. Did you guys have Bamburgers here? No. Hmm? Steve, did you have Bamburgers? Bamburgers? Yeah, Bamburgers eventually became Macy's on the East Coast. That's okay. Tell me about this because I have something that turned into a Macy's. <laughs> oh, we also had Alexander's. Um, it was just, you know, it was a department store, and I think it was maybe unique to just this one area of the country. I don't think this was like Bamburgers. Yeah. What a name. Right? How about Carson Peary Scott? Did do you guys remember that? No. All right. How about well, we Wild a- Pair Shoes? Remember the wild pair? No. Canadians? 
I think Jimmy Kimmel uh, referenced or Jimmy Fallon um, structure the other day. There's one for you. Structure. Remember structure? I do. I think structure became express. Oh, I think you're right. Oh, I remember structure, though. There was a minute where you were, if you were shopping at structure, you were serious about your appearance. (laughs) Oh, my God. I loved learner. Learner. L-E-R-N-E-R. How about Deb? All right, yeah. I'm, I'm taking up people's answers. We should just go to the phones. Uh, right. Grant is taking your calls at 651-641-1071. Shall we go to Kelly? Kelly, 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 Kelly. Kelly. Hi, Kelly. Oh, hi. Welcome it's to the been... confessional. What's a store that ages you? Okay, LaBelle's. LaBelle's. What happened at LaBelle's? I was so little, I hardly remember it, but it was a department store, and I think there was only one that I know of in Brooklyn Center. Wow. Oh, man. LaBelle's. Yeah. Right. Brooklyn Center, huh? Yep. I think it's a restaurant depot now. What did you buy? then a couple things. What did you say you buy there? I don't remember. I was really little. I remember jewelry and home goods. Um, just some kind of department store. Okay. All right. Yeah, yeah, I bet there were a lot of uh, places like that that just got bought out by the biggies. You know? Remember Montgomery Wards? Yes. Monkey Wards? Why did they call it Monkey Wards? I don't know, Steve. I don't Ca- know. Casual Corners where all the hip gals <gasps> shopped in the 80s. Says Casual <laughs> Corner. Yes. Totally. Let's go to Felicia. Hi, Felicia. Hello. Hi. Hi. What's a store um, that you used to shop at that no longer exists? There was a store called County Seat. Yes. At Southtown in Richfield, and they sold Levi's and Jabot and Varney, like all the cool <laughs> stuff from the oh, mid 80s. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> it was my favorite store. Huh. Well, God, never love heard you. of it? Yes. I never yes. have. A lot of these I haven't heard of. I'm sort of surprised by that. Real, and these are like really 80s, 90s kind of places. Totally. Remember down in the valley? Oh, absolutely! Yeah. yeah, that was fun too. They still have down in the valley in gold in uh, like uh, what is it? Crystal right over there off of fifty five. You're There's kidding! One. Yeah, yes, queen. Oh my gosh, queen! Thank yeah, you for calling, queen. Felicia. Thank you. Bye, Felicia. Um, okay, should we just let's just stay with the phones for a couple of minutes here because okay. we've got a lot of people calling. Elizabeth is on the line. Hi, Libby. Hi, Elizabeth. Elizabeth. That was one of my answers. Oh, say, oh, the one she just gave County C. Yeah, but the other one was Brett's. I used to go with my mom to Brett's. That, and I don't know, I was I was in southern Minnesota, so maybe that was exclusive. To that them, rings a bell. What was it Brett's? Was, I just remember it was like green logo or green writing. It was B-R-E-T-T-S. And it was like a Bon Mar, but a really you. small version of it. Oh, okay. Yeah. And then also, you know, I was thinking about like um, the... It's still around the buckle, but when I go in there, I feel so old. Oh, oh I yeah. Know. It's I overwhelming. Remember. Like, I used to go in there and just be so excited, and now it's like, nope, I turn around right away. It's like we're listening to a live telethon here. You can hear Grant in the background <laughs> as the phones are ringing off the hook. Elizabeth, thank you for the call. We appreciate that. I remember the first time I went to buckle, it was, I felt so so elevated in terms of a shopping experience because I knew that the jeans were going to be more expensive than they were at JCPenney's. But I was really excited about what they would be. And I remember the person in Buckle, the first time they came and said, 
how's everything fitting in there? Can I bring can I bring you some more? What do you like? You like boot cut? And then they were talking to me all about the cut and the size, and then just bringing me more. I felt like a celebrity. It's probably fourteen. It, I didn't realize you got that kind of, you know, that kind of service. I, that's there. what I got at Buckle at the Buckle at the Monroeville Mall. It was really, really they they cared about you. Did you see how many comments we have? Two hundred and eighty-five at last. I'm check. seeing two ninety-three. Yes, Queen. Just down for a yes, Queen. Thank you for participating. Uh, let me rattle off a couple sure. from those hundreds. Spencer's. A few people were mentioning Spencer's. <laughs> I think we My still mom have a couple. Used to ask us not to go into Spencer's because invariably there Naughty. was like a deck of cards with, or like a hat that had a wiener on it or something. Like that. <laughs> uh, Piggly Wiggly. Oh, that's a uh, grocery store. Uh, how about Wet Seal? <laughs> oh, Wet Seal. Seal. I mean, that was like a bathing suit oh, place. Okay. Mall uh, of America had those. Let's see. Media oh. Play. Oh, yes. Circuit Shopper City. C? I'm oh, seeing a lot of... Radio Shack. Um, Radio Shack. Yeah. We're, Buster Brown Shoes. I love it. Benjamin Franklin's. You guys remember those? I've towns? seen them in other towns. Yeah. Yep. Uh, what about... Uh, what about Shinders? There, I oh, think there's a, Shinders. I think there is still a Shinders in Eden Prairie, if I'm not mistaken. I'll check because I wanted to go and get that New Yorker magazine mm. because yeah. I, want, oh, yes. I want that cover of the New Yorker. I thought that would be something cool to like, yeah. um, you know, get in a frame with matting and all that stuff. Yeah, we talked about this yesterday on the show. It's on the Showlings page, but it's a an art depiction of just what life is like right now. Very funny, very realistic, very relatable. Yes, very much. Oh, Contempo Casuals. I love it. Oh, Shinder, all Shinder's locations, eight stores after 91 years are closed. 91 years. Yeah, I went to high school with one of the Shinders, actually. Really? Yeah. Yeah. A lot oh. of people are mentioning Woolworth. What happened at Woolworth? I don't know. That was like a five and dime, wasn't it? Huh. Donaldson's. Walton's five and ten, which uh, my talker said is now Walmart, like Sam Walton. Oh, I see. Mervyn's, that was a good one. Hey, listen, we've got um, a ton of calls coming in. We should go and talk to some of these people, right, Steve? (laughs) I like your style. Oh, thank you. Let's go to any line. All right, we'll go to Denise. Hi, Denise. Hi, Denise. Hi. Hi. So what store ages you when you mention it? Oh, you guys weren't even alive then. <laughs> but the the store was Spartans. Oh, what what did they sell there? That was like your um they sold everything there. And you walked in, you could smell popcorn popping and Aww. mostly it was on uh in West St. Paul. And huh. um it sold, believe it or not, Chubettes, which I had to buy. And those? instead of being a plus size, they call it a big center of Chubettes. No, <laughs> not okay. <laughs> they called the department the Chubettes department? <laughs> not okay. Over here in the Chubettes. Oh, my word, man. Jeez. It used to just be the Wild West out there. I mean, I whoa. I Wow. And, you know, you never thought anything of it. I probably was like 12. And it was like, okay, yeah, I'm, I'll am i be in the Chubbets. You guys. I know. Stop. 
Where are you? Your brother's in Porkers. So can we stop? So we'll meet you later. We can stop with like the descriptive words for our, you know, physical appearances. Big and tall. <laughs> Big and tall feels bad enough, but now I feel like I'm being handled with white gloves compared to Chubbettes. <laughs> I know. It, isn't that just ridiculous? That is ridiculous, I mean, Denise. Never thought of it, anything of it when you, I was younger. You, you know, that's just the way it was. You but lived now, through it. Oh, my, oh my gosh, gosh. That would really be. Uh, oh, my gosh. Hang on a thing. second. <laughs> now I'm seeing. So I just searched Chubbette's clothing. And then, uh, all right, hang on here. And what And what was the store? Spartans? <laughs> Spartans was the store, right? Spartans. All yeah. right. Thank you for sharing that and for being vulnerable, Denise. Have a good day. Okay, we're going to move on to Debbie while okay. Steve is uh, Googling over there. Hi, Deb. Oh, remember Hi. Deb? <laughs> Did anybody mention Dayton? Um, on our Facebook page, but yes, and that doesn't even seem like that was so long ago, does it? Yeah. Didn't Target take them over or something? I thought it was Macy's. Maybe it was Macy's. Yeah. Marshall Fields oh, jumped in there. Yeah, Marshall Red Fields Owl. in between. Red Owl, people are saying Red. that too. Uh, so, I was Minnesota, but that was to our area. That was before Menard. Right, right. Thank you for calling, Debbie. Appreciate it. Some people are saying Pro X. That would be where I'd get my film developed. How about that? Shut up, Steve. Uh, we got to go to Gretchen. <laughs> Steve, stop it. Guys, these Pull old, yourself together. <laughs> these old Chubbettes ads are crazy. Hi, Gretchen. Hi, Gretchen. Hi. Hi. Okay. This is an oldie but goodie. Okay. Stucky's Roadside. Oh, is that like a just a fast food joint? No, it was all along the interstates, and it was this white little building, and they sold divinity and keepsake stuff, and they were all on the interstates back in the day. Stucky's. Stucky's. That rings a bell. I feel like I've seen it in movies. <laughs> Probably, yeah. Old, old movies. Oh, my gosh. Thank you for calling, Gretchen. All right, Steve, these ads are pretty funny. How about she your chubby lass t- can be belle of her class? How about she can have a tummy and still look yummy? These are all actual Chubbettes ads. This is horrifying. Oh, my gosh. Blouses for girls and teens too chubby to fit into regular sizes. Holy is your Hannah. daughter on the plump side? She can and should look as pretty as her slim friends. And she will if you dress her in chubbettes. How about you don't call it chubbettes? How about, yeah, don't do that. <laughs> she will. They would also include pounds of personality with a requested catalog. Wow. I mean. Not okay. We listen. We got to take a couple more calls because people have been waiting. We should take Maggie in line too. She's got something that said she goes right along with this Chubbets thing here. Okay, hi Maggie. Hi there. So in riding, when you're riding horses, there is a line for the bigger gal called the Fuller Phillies. Oh Lord, what are we going to do about this? We've got to start one of those. What do you call those things where you sign a petition? A petition. Dot org thing. Well, I think we don't have to, though, because we are reading ads from years gone by. No, I, she just said right now. Oh, still? It, yes, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's a thing. They're fuller fillies. Fuller fillies. Are the riders or the horses? Oh, the rider that wears a larger size clothing. So, of oh. course, when you see a large rider on a horse, what do you have to think? about that and you call them in your mind oh there's a full of philly 
<laughs> well, you know, there was a step in the right direction. They then had ads for stout women. It's, every stout woman needs this style book. Well, it was vicious back then, guys. Wow. Why don't I, we take a break? Okay, let's take a break. We're going to come back with the final stretch. What do you want to do? Uh, there's all sorts of things that we yes, can do. Yes, I want you to see how this, 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 there's this really cute viral video making the rounds of a fantastic way this doctor distracts babies who are getting their shots. It is so cute. I linked it up for everybody at mytalk1071.com, but we'll play a little clip of that coming up next. Hey. Thanks for listening to the Donna and Steve show on My Talk 1071, everything entertainment. Donna Valentine and Steve Patterson. Hey, everyone. Hey, everybody. Everybody say hey. Hi. Hi. Coming up on the lunch hour. Oh, yeah. Hey. Traffic seems to be clear. Oh, good to know. Good to know. Hey, don't forget about the uh, winter online auction. This is a cool thing. Yeah, preview it right now, Donna, unless you're an idiot, and then you'll wait until it's too late. Don't be an idiot. It's going to start on the 11th, but you get a preview right now. It's only going through the 17th. Yeah, and then you can preview the deals to bid on and see how you can save some real money, by the way, this holiday season. All of the deals are up for preview right now. Go to mytalk1071.com. Keyword auction could be great for checking some names off your list. Okay, here's the deal. Um, does your baby or babies have? Do they cry when they get their vaccinations? No, they're always super pumped about it. Yeah, I thought so. Your yeah, kids they, are different. They they <laughs> don't like it. No, no, no. They do not. Especially you know the little or the our little guy. He's a year and had to get I think four shots last time he was in, and he was not feeling it. So what is the process like when you bring him in? I mean, is somebody trying to distract him with like a squeaky toy, like they do when you take a picture? You know, I am actually generally not there, distant father, because often it's during the my work day oh, that gotcha. Lou takes him in. Um, I think that some try to get creative, but others are like, okay, we got a lot of these to get through, so let's just go. You ready, buddy? Take a deep breath in. Well, I posted this video at mytalk1071.com on the show links page, and there's a pediatrician in Great Neck, New York. Leave that's on the island. Mm. Uh, Dr. William Gerba. How about that for Gerba. a name of a Gerba. pediatrician? Gerba babies. Right? Um, there's a video of him brilliantly distracting a baby by humming silly songs and playfully like poking his tiny body so that he barely notices the shot. It happens to be from last summer, but the video is making its rounds right now. And he just does it like boop, boop. Boop, and he's taking the, mm. the needle and just do it, booping him on the head, booping him like in the arm, booping him in the belly. Yeah. And the I mean, it's just so cute. We have a little clip of it. Hold those hands away from me. <laughs> Baby's laughing. <laughs> And then, so the parents, the baby is sitting on the parents' lap with their hands up, holding their hands up in the air, like just kind of like a do 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 you know, like just having fun kind of thing. And he's singing to the dad, essentially, like, hold those hands away from me. And then the baby's just laughing, and so when he finally does give the baby the shot, he's just like, uh, uh, he he realized, I'm having fun, but what was that? 
Oh, fun. Uh, and what he does with it's the brilliant. syringe is before he takes the cap off to reveal the needle, right. he has the syringe out and then starts tapping the syringe on him. And do you feel yes. that? And then he slowly pulls it off and then starts squeezing the fat Thigh. legs. <laughs> and then doom, doom, doom. There's another one. When that video ends, another one kind of starts in the link that I put up. And yes. at the end of it, the parent is like, amazing. That uh-huh. was amazing. Because, you know, the baby's just like, what? Okay, we're just playing? So, yeah, that was my favorite thing that I saw today on the interweb. Uh, big boy over here got a flu shot last week. Oh, good for you, Steve. Yep. No songs, oh. no dance. Oh, wait, you did or the baby did? Me. No, 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 oh. big big boy. Not okay. baby boy. Big boy. I'm never going to see that baby, am I? You know, you don't have to. I would very much like to. Oh, I've started to get the feeling I know what you've done. You, in the abundance of generosity, have opened up a college savings account for him <laughs> of no less no. than $5,000. You know, I'm going to give you a good tip, though. Okay. Um, so I have a cousin who has two kids. One is maybe almost three. The other one is under one. Okay. And instead of sending gifts for... You know, whatever milestones, birthdays, Christmas, things like that. She set up this this way where people, if they wanted to just contribute to the college fund, mm-hmm. you can do that. It's really great. You just have a link. You have a login. And every year, if you want to put something in, it just makes it very, very easy and convenient. Just a thought. Hmm. I'm looking now into when can you open an IRA for a child? Okay. May, that may, hmm. That's an interesting thought. That though, is right? an interesting thought, actually. Could they? Now they say here, your child, regardless of age, can contribute to an IRA provided that they have earned income defined by the IRS as all taxable income and wages you get from working for someone who pays you or in a business you own. Would they be able to do that from money that I pay them for doing things? Because then, what happens if the interest, even on little baby money, starts at the age of eight or can six? Can you imagine? Uh, yeah, faux furs by the time they hit college. <laughs> I am really caught up in faux fur being a sig- symbol of status. And maybe I should Faux be. fur, not real fur, just faux no, fur. No, protect the animals. Donna. You got you it. savage. Speaking of, thank you. There's 108 comments on um, the picture that Hannah posted of Buddy. Where? Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I'm sure everybody's complimentary. Well, they, a lot of people are sharing their own stories at the vet and what they're eating. Um, some people are saying he doesn't look overweight. Um, Get one on his side carriage tonight. Okay, when he's lying down, you mean? Yes. Will do. All right. I want to leave now. I'm going to leave as well. All right, great. Uh, <laughs> you close the place up? All right, yep, will do. Gotcha. Yep. Uh, Colleen and Bradley are coming in next. We'll see you back here tomorrow morning at 9. Thank you so much for listening. You guys have a great day.